All right, so we pick up on uh, DAF 28B, that is Chaf Chet Amur Bet, and uh, we uh, pick up with a quote from the Mishnah. Um, Rabbi Huda May, Rabbi Huda says, Mit Kavain Chayev, if your jug uh, breaks in the public domain and someone slips in the water and uh, gets uh, hurt from the fall or, east, or else rather piece of the broken uh, jug, then uh, the owner of that jug uh, would be liable. And Rabbi Huda had come along and said, uh, in a case where you were, uh, where the owner of the jug uh, was acting with intention, all right, with intent, uh, then he is liable. And in a case without intent, he's exempt. So now that's a bit of a strange statement. Like, what does that mean? Uh, so it says, Heiki uh, Nami. Uh, what does what does acting with intent mean? Uh, so we're going to have a number of suggestions. Now, I'm uh, Rabba. Rabba's uh, explanation of it is as follows: Mitkavain lahorida lamata Right? All, all the intention is uh, that he wanted to take the jug off his shoulder, and then it, uh, and then by, in, in, instead of uh, taking it off cleanly, he breaks it. Uh, then he has to pay. Uh, according to the damage. So there's some uh, uh, action on his part that he wanted to do something and then uh, as a result of uh, 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 that, then the jug uh, breaks. Okay? Amalei Abai, Abai says about that, Bichnal, the Mechai of Rabbi Meir, you know, with, with regard, there's going to be a brighter uh, in a second, which we see that uh, where Rabbi Meir argues uh, with um, um, with us, uh, you know, it, it, uh, there's a brighter, and uh, um, uh, you know, well, I suppose actually even Rabbi Meir, uh, who is the the Tanakama in the Mishnah as well, also because uh, uh, Rabbi Meir is assumed to be uh, an anonymous opinion in the Mishnah. Uh, so uh, Rabbi Meir, are we also going to have a, a dispute about it uh, in a second? So it's both the Mishnah and and this brighter uh, that comes up. Uh, would 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 he be liable even if the jug? Uh, breaks by itself without any uh, form of uh, 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 intention uh, of this guy. The guy just doesn't even want to take it off his shoulder. The jug just breaks uh, while it's on the person's shoulder. Uh, Would you even say that? Uh, You know, Philip Nishbara, the jug just shatters on his shoulder. Uh, Amalei, in. Yes, uh, I, I would I would say such a thing. Rabbi Meir would would make him liable, even if he were just holding the jug in his hand. In other words, just do uh, everything that he could uh, to to ensure that the, this jug is safe. And then uh, the, the the handle uh, snaps off, and then the jug breaks. Uh, you know, he had got no control over uh, over this uh, damage over there, and still uh, the the jug comes and shatters and breaks things, uh, even in that situation where he didn't do anything. Uh, he was just literally holding it to look after it, and then some unavoidable accident happened, then Rabbi Meyer uh, would consider him liable. Uh, the Gemara says, am I? Uh, surely this is Anosu. Uh, that is something uh, beyond his control, and we always have a principle uh, throughout Shas. Ones Rechmana Patre, when something happened that's totally out of your control, Shem uh, Shem lets you off. Uh, you are exempt. You are Patr from such a thing. Addictive. Within terms of uh, this young girl uh, 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 who's engaged, a betrothed Nara, uh, who's between 12 and 12 and a half, uh, she gets raped, she's engaged, and uh, she gets raped. Uh, we say you don't, you can't, you don't do anything uh, to her. You know, it's not her fault. She was overpowered by the rapist, and, uh, he, and he forced himself upon her and, uh, and slept with her. Okay, so she's exempt, uh, it's even though uh, there the is an act of adultery uh, that is performed, it's, uh, and normally we say both parties are liable uh, for the death penalty as a result of uh, this uh, of ad- if it's adul- adultery. Here we say uh, you don't do anything uh, to the girl because she was forced into it. All right. So now, maybe you would say that honest Rahmana Patre, that principle that you only, uh, um, uh, you know, circumstance beyond your control, you're not liable for them. You might think Hani Mili Katala. That's only when it comes to the death penalty. Aval Inyan Nizikin When it comes to Nizikin, uh, when it comes to damages uh, uh, beyond uh, your control, uh, you might think. 
uh, then uh, you know even you'd be liable uh, even you'd be liable even for uh, these things beyond control Vatanya uh, that's not so and anyway uh, and here's this brighter uh, that we mentioned Vatanya Nishbra Kador or Silko what happens if your jug broke and you didn't uh, take away uh, the pieces of the jug Nafal Gamalo Velo Himido or your uh, camel fell down and you didn't pick it up uh, in time uh, it says and someone gets damaged Rebbe Meir Machayv Behezekan Rebbe Meir says you are liable uh, to pay for the damage they caused Morim the rabbi say Patur Midene Adam Vachayv Bidene Shemaim you are exempt uh, from uh, you can't be taken to court uh, for it but still you bear responsibility from heaven uh, uh, Hashem is going to uh, punish you uh, for the damage you caused okay so here we see that um, uh, the idea is that even if it's uh, done in uh, you know unavoidable circumstances, uh, Rabbi Meir is going to uh, make you uh, pay still. Uh, and now the Gemara just explains uh, this last prayer. However, uh, even though on the, sea, on, the, on, on the face of it, it seems like there's this massive dispute uh, between uh, the rabbis and Rabbi Meir, uh, and uh, it, uh, it says, We just explain uh, this uh, dispute as follows. Uh, when the rabbis agree uh, to Rabbi Meir, Right? So now uh, the rabbis agree uh, with Rabbi Meir that you are liable for damage. If you put your stone, a knife, or uh, your bundle uh, on, on, on top of your roof, okay, and you put it on, on top of your roof, uh, and uh, you didn't, and, and a normal wind, uh, a normal wind uh, blew it off, okay, so which is something that you should have expected. A normal wind is, is another way of saying, really, it's something you should have expected, uh, but then. Uh, it, it, it fell off and it damaged uh, that is negligent uh, for you to do that and therefore uh, you are liable for that uh, and, uh, and however Rabbi Meir um, Rabbi Meir uh, and Rabbi Meir agrees uh, to the rabbis so now we just put uh, these, these pictures uh, on your roof uh, these, uh, to, to dry out okay alagag al manat lenag van to to you know like negev is you know the, the desert etc you now you want to dry them out and uh, and uh, and uh, and they, they fell off because of this massive wind uh, it says vesico and they they caused damage shu uh, patur alright you've got these clay vessels on your roof and then this massive wind uh, unexpected wind comes uh, so it's uh, uh, totally out of your control uh, and uh, you know even in English uh, I suppose um, uh, you, it, 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 uh, I think it's actually would be obviously Latin but I mean you do have it in um, uh, in, uh, in in law, uh, where you say a force majeure, uh, you know, a, an act of God, uh, that that we say, it's, it's, you know, something that uh, you know, no one could have suspected. Right, so uh, that, that's it. So this massive wind comes along, and then that causes damage. So here, uh, before we actually get to explaining uh, the differences bet- between them, we say these are the, uh, the 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 commonalities that they share. But from here, we see uh, that Rabbi Meir agrees uh, that if your property caused damage due to totally un foreseen circumstances beyond your control uh, then you are exempt okay so even in the case of damages you are exempt it's not just uh, the case of the Naira Morasa uh, even in the case of damages you are exempt all right so now uh, that is uh, uh, that is uh, you know so that's why uh, that's Rubber's um, question, I mean Rubber's answer uh, to, the, to the thing, and therefore Abai says listen I don't agree with that Ella I'm Abai, he says listen I'm going to give my own explanation because uh, of, um, you know, so you, you can't say there's a difference between, uh, Rebbe, even Rebbe Meyer uh, says that uh, when something breaks totally out of your control uh, that you uh, are exempt. Uh, so don't come and tell me, Rabbi, uh, that, that you are liable. So therefore, uh, how do I explain it, says Abai? He says, actually, actually, they're arguing about two separate cases, even though it seems like one case in the Mishnah. If you analyze it, it actually is two separate cases. Uh, there's two time periods. Uh, one is uh, at the time uh, where 
damage was caused at, uh, as the person fell, okay, uh, and, uh, and, and then they argue about uh, whether the damage, would, you know, uh, they argue about, again, uh, damage after uh, the person's fall. All right, so now, um, uh, the, the, uh, according to um, uh, Toswot, he just says, listen, it doesn't mean uh, damage caused uh, during the fall, okay, because that's damage of your own body, okay, uh, it's talking about damage just after the fall, uh, where you hadn't had a chance, really, the question is, uh, did you, do you have a chance? Uh, you fall, you break your jug, uh, and uh, you know, you're still lying on the floor, uh, and, uh, and the pieces of the jug are all around, and then someone hurts themselves on it. Uh, that is caused damage like at the time of the fall, right? Uh, at, and, and, uh, and, uh, and that's it. And then there's another argument uh, where you get up, you dust yourself off, uh, you, you catch your breath, and then what happens is thereafter uh, you are... Um, uh, you, you start um, uh, uh, trying to you know, work out what's happened to you and then uh, there's this piece of the jug on the floor and then that's called the time uh, damage after the fall. While, while you've had time uh, to pick it up but you hadn't, uh, then someone comes and, uh, and, and falls uh, over it and, and trips, uh, etc. Okay, so that's the dispute over there. Now, uh, let's explain that a bit further. Uh, it's where a person falls. Okay. Uh, the question is, uh, we're talking here uh, where, you know, whether you are negligent, okay? where you trip. Uh, uh, you know, is tripping considered negligent? All right? And that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the first point of dispute. Okay? Is, should you be looking where you're going or shouldn't you be looking where you're going? Okay, uh, and Ma'asava, uh, uh, the first opinion holds, uh, Rebbe Meir, uh, says, Nikal Poshayahu, uh, if you trip, uh, then you are liable uh, for damage you cause, even though, uh, you know, really sh- you should be looking where you're going, you're careless, you haven't looked where you're going, uh, and therefore, uh, if you, uh, you have to pay uh, for the damage uh, caused by that, all right? Ma'asava, um, no, uh, the, uh, Rabbi Huda holds, no, not at all. Uh, you are, uh, you're not negligence at all. Nitkal, low, love for Shaihu. If you trip, uh, but if, you know, he, he says, listen, tripping is something no one wants to trip, uh, and, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can even, you know, you're not expected. Um, uh, to, you know, so, but, but sometimes you, you're carrying something, sometimes you move uh, in a strange way as you move, you move one, uh, one step forward and then you, you trip. Uh, that, that happens, okay, and, uh, and therefore uh, it's, it's, it's not considered negligent to do. So therefore, uh, in a situation whereby and that's why we see that Rabbi Meir says you are liable uh, at, at, uh, for, for damage caused, and uh, Rabbi Huda. So what does it mean in uh, Mitkavain? Uh, Mitkavain says if you... Um, uh, Rabbi Huda says if you act with intention, he says tripping is not intention. Uh, okay, that, that tripping is unintentional, uh, and therefore, uh, if you did, if you did on purpose, that's another story. But uh, here, it's unintentional. And also, the second dispute now. So it's not just that was uh, as as the Brata said at the time of the fall, and then uh, and then they argue also in a situation where damage was caused after the person's fall. Uh, it says and uh, and and really, what this is is where you've got. Um, uh, uh, you know, where you, where you make hefker, uh, anything that is there to damage. In other words, uh, what do you do? Uh, we say you, uh, you give up. You uh, say what, what, uh, um, uh, what, if something falls, uh, you know, then uh, we, we say, and, and it's, it's, da- it's, it, uh, it's there and it's dangerous, okay? And you say, listen, I don't, I don't need it anymore, uh, etc. So that's, uh, uh, and that's it. So if you, you know, even if you, um, you know, not the cause of their falling. There's a general uh, dispute, actually, and we're going to see it much more uh, when we come to the law of, uh, of a bore, of a pit, okay? And, uh, and that's it. So, uh, uh, you know, even if he's not, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be tied uh, to the first one. Really, it's an independent uh, dispute. Uh, you, you could even come along and say uh, that uh, if you put dangerous stuff uh, there, uh, whether that's a pit or some other dangerous things in the public domain, uh, then uh, you, you should have removed them, okay? And, uh, um, and uh, you know, according to Rabbi Yudah, if you've uh, um, uh, said that you don't own them anymore, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you're only liable uh, to pay for something, then you're exempt, and you're only liable to pay uh, if you... Uh, it, 
said uh, that they were yours. All right, and that, and that is that. All right. So we uh, essentially, and in the case of the pit, which we're going to uh, be seeing a lot of uh, in, in in a few daft time or you know, two weeks time or so, uh, then what's going to happen is that um, you dig a pit in your own property and uh, uh, you 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 say, listen, uh, I'm 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 no longer in charge of the property, but I'm still in charge of the pit. All right. So uh, uh, th- that is uh, that's that. All right. So now. Um, uh, that's that. All right, and uh, and the previous disputes as well. Uh, you know, Rabbi Meir says you have to look out uh, for for things. If you trip, uh, you should be looking out for things in your way. If you don't notice them, still that that you're responsible uh, for damage caused as uh, as a result of that. Rabbi Yudas says, listen, uh, is a person you know looking always looking at the ground? Uh, no, you know, if you, it's not negligence if you tripped uh, and even if you caused damage. All right, so that, that that's why. Uh, in the second case, um, uh, you know, it says uh, if you. Uh, so now, uh, let's just finish off on the second bit. Uh, over here, uh, uh, the first opinion holds, Rebbe Meir holds. It says, uh, It says, even if you uh, make, uh, you, you declared ownerless, okay, uh, you know, the, these, these shards, obviously you've got no use uh, for a shard of, uh, anymore when, you're, when, you, when you break your jug. Uh, it smashes and now, you know, the water's all over the floor and uh, the, the, the shards are there. You don't need these shards anymore. All you just say, that's it. I've lost the jug. Uh, it's the end of it. I'm not picking up uh, pieces of clay. Uh, so even if you say it's, it's, it's not mine anymore, I have no use for it uh, in that situation. Uh, you, uh, even though it doesn't belong to you, uh, you are liable. That is one of the rules of uh, a pit uh, uh, and, uh, and, and something that is even though it's ownerless, uh, it's considered yours, okay? Uh, because you put it there. Umar Sava Patu. Rabbi Huda says, in that situation, uh, you're exempt uh, from paying. It says, Umar, and how do you know that? Okay, so that's the two uh, parts of the, of the dispute. We see the dispute uh, in, in both cases between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. Okay, Umar, and how do you know uh, that this happens? It says, because Mikatani uh, Tarte, because uh, why did you split it up and see fit uh, to... Uh, Instead of saying one big case, you said two separate cases. We say tiny uh, 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 because the Mishnah uh, said two uh, cases of damage. Actually, because if you look at it, it says or it says uh, one person slips in the water uh, or you know gets uh, you know uh, or get injured by the by the shards by the pieces of uh, the the broken item. Surely that's the same uh, um, case. Uh, you know why do you have to uh, you know mention both of them? Uh, surely it's both talking about damage as a result of someone falling in the Rishatarabim. Uh, so therefore uh, the fact that it did mention both. Some Someone slips on the water or gets injured uh, by the by the pieces of the jug, uh, so it must be uh, to Ella Love Hakikama. This is what it's saying. Hechlik Echad Bamaim. One case is where the person slips on the water, but Shat Nifila. That's at the time uh, where just as a person falls, uh, the jug breaks, the water's all over the floor, uh, and another person comes and falls in the water. Uh, or should I uh, or and then, then we're talking. The second case is where a person gets damaged uh, with a kharsit, uh, with, with those shards, lacha nefila, after the person fell uh, and then picked himself up, uh, but there still are shards. What he should have done immediately uh, was uh, gone and collected the shards. Uh, the fact that he didn't uh, and he had time to means that he is liable now uh, and, and uh, therefore. Um, He's liable for damage after he gets up. Okay, so that is really a bias explanation. And it says, Magnitin Batate, Barata Nami Batate. And so too, in the same way, uh, the Mishnah is with regard to these two separate situations. Uh, the Brata, the Machlokit in the Brata between Rabbi Meir and the Rabbis also has to be two uh, separate situations. Uh, you know, it's where the jug broke uh, and where your camel falls as well. Uh, so we say there's damage both at the time of the fall, okay. Uh, where you had time to do it, and then after the one as, uh, as well. So again, the same kind of dispute. Uh, if you trip uh, and you break your jug, 
you know, and, and, and then it causes damage. Uh, you know, that's negligence. Uh, and uh, if you give up ownership or, you know, of your uh, property, uh, you are liable as well. And the rabbis disagree um, uh, with, with both of those cases. Gomorrah says, but, uh, you know, let, let's just examine that little bit, uh, a bit more, uh, that, that part a bit more. Bishlama Kado, Meshkachatla. Obviously, you can find a case where your jug broke. Well, then there you could find it. Uh, or Bishat Nefila, or Lacha Nefila. As it breaks, uh, you know, the guy falls, uh, trips, and you say that is negligent. Uh, and, and so, if any, any damage is caused immediately, even before he's had time to pick things up, uh, he's still liable. Or Lacha Nefila. And then you have, obviously, a situation whereby uh, the person's picked themselves up and had time uh, to fetch uh, the strewn bits of uh, the, the vessel, uh, but he hasn't. And then there, there, there's another time you'd be liable for that damage as well. Okay. How would you find a case? It's one thing uh, where you said the camel falls uh, and, uh, and, and, and you can, uh, you know, you could, um, and dies, we assume. Uh, it says, uh, Then you can say, listen, the guy uh, said, listen, I don't need a dead camel. What, what use is a dead camel to me? You know, I'm leaving it here, uh, not mine. Uh, then you find the dispute uh, between Rabbi Meir, who says that even in such a situation, You've got you, you, it's ownerless, uh, but we, we put the responsibility upon you uh, to, to uh, deal with it. Okay? And Rabbi Yudah says, no, once it's ownerless, uh, it's ownerless, it's not yours, and therefore you are not liable for any damage. Uh, that's in the second case uh, where you, you had a chance to pick it up, uh, but you don't. Okay? Uh, what is the situation? Um, you know, of the, of the camel falling, because we said uh, the dispute, uh, it, when it says, as you fell, uh, is, is tripping negligence or not? Uh, you should be looking where you're going, uh, according to Rabbi Meir. And Rabbi Yudha says, no, tripping is uh, not defined as negligence. All right, so now, how do you find that with the camels? One thing with a human, uh, you have the intelligence, you have the ability to work things out, uh, but when it comes to a camel, how do you find uh, Rabbi Meir holding uh, that tripping of a camel would be negligence in any way? Uh, it says, Amarav Acha, Surah uh, Acha says, uh, no, what are we talking about here? Derek Sarta Nahara. All right. So what happened is uh, you, the owner told you know forced the camel uh, to go through uh, the, 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 this water, uh, the river that overflowed its banks, and then it tripped over there. It does, you know you're not not sure of the depth of the water. The animal sees something, and then uh, you're basically forcing uh, the animal uh, to stumble, uh, and therefore the owner is negligent because you shouldn't have gone that way and caused the animal to stumble. All right. So that is really uh, why you'd be. Le- Negligence. So Gomorrah says again, Hakidami, how exactly uh, would you piece this uh, situation uh, together? Uh, if uh, there was another way to go, uh, well then clearly he is negligent. Okay, no, no problem, I agree with you. However, uh, so he's negligent according to everyone, uh, not just Rabbi Meir. Uh, and and if there's no other way to go, Anosu, well then what else are you meant to do? How else, you know, if the, you know, the road's flooded uh, and, and there's only one road to get there. So what do you mean to do? Uh, 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 you know, it's going to be like that for days. You, you can't uh, uh, not, not cross. You know, you know, so you, it looks like it's okay. So you, you cross, you do your best. And if something happens, uh, then... Yeah, it's, it's unavoidable circumstances. So therefore, Ella, Mishkachetla, did kill, Vidkila Bay, Gamla. No, what happens is, uh, the, the case is uh, where the owner is seemingly leading the camel and he falls, okay, uh, which according to Rabbi Meir, if you trip, you are liable. Uh, and therefore, and then the camel uh, trips over the owner. All right, so that's how you find a case uh, where the camel trips over the owner and then, and then dies. Uh, and, uh, you know, lucky the owner didn't die as well. Uh, that this, this big camel kind of falls on. So the owner got out the way just in time, but the camel uh, knocks itself out and dies. Okay, so uh, that is negligence. All right, so now, Mavkin Nakazav, my Mitkavain, Mika. So, uh, you know, and uh, going back uh, to, the, uh, you know, what Abba says, uh, the Machlokit is between Rabbi Ma, uh, where you give up ownership of the, uh, after it falls. Uh, what does it mean? 
Midkavain Ika. Right, we didn't, uh, uh, you know, explain that last part uh, properly because we we'd had a dispute where Rabbi Yehuda said, uh, if you have intention, you're liable. If you're unintentional, then you're ex- you know exempt. But if you had intention, then you're liable. What is the intention over here? Uh, do you have after the jug falls and breaks? Uh, what intention uh, is there? You know, and it says, I'm Rabbi Yosef Midkavain Luskut Bechasa. No, uh, basically, you don't give up. Uh, on, on these uh, uh, pieces of uh, these shards, uh, you, you kind of say, listen, I'll keep that, that clay, I don't know, I'll melt it down, maybe I'll make something else uh, at a later point. Uh, if you can do such a thing, I don't even know if you can. Uh, and says, in that situation, you'd be liable uh, to pay uh, for damage caused by the shards. In other words, you're not renouncing ownership, you want uh, them. V'chain, Amar Ravasi, Ravasi said, Mikavain, Leskot, Charisea, it says, no, uh, you have intention to acquire those uh, shards of that pot, uh, right, that jug that you do. Alright, so now, Rebbe Laza, Rebbe Laza says, uh, So now we have uh, another explanation. So we had uh, Rabbe's uh, first explanation, which was, uh, uh, you know, that uh, uh, follows Rebbe Meir. Um, you know that uh, even uh, even you know, it's just intention to lower it down, uh, and uh, and it was knocked out. Uh, says a buyer because you know you you presuming uh, that Rabbi Meir uh, says you're liable uh, even when it's circumstance beyond your control. Uh, so that that was the first explanation which was rejected. A buyer gave his explanation uh, where we said it's at two separate times, and now uh, Rabbi Lazar comes along and he says b'shat nefila machloket. No, uh, the dispute is uh, just in one case, and the damage. Caused Caused at the time uh, of uh, the person's falling down. After the fall, uh, what is alacha? Divra call patur. Does everyone say that you exempt uh, from it? Surely, you know, you'd be liable, according at least to Rabbi Meir, who says that you're liable for it, uh, because even though it's ownerless, uh, it, uh, you, you've declared it ownerless. That is uh, the case of uh, pits, uh, where, where even though you've declared it ownerless, uh, it is. Uh, still considered uh, problematic. Elamai, as one must you, divra call chayv. Are you saying that everyone says that you are chayv? Uh, but then, vaike rabbanan de patre. You can't say everyone agrees that you are liable because we had the rabbis uh, said, uh, stroke Rabbi Yehuda, who said uh, that you are exempt uh, in that situation uh, because of uh, the fact that you, uh, you know, if you declare it ownerless, it's ownerless. You don't want it. It's, it's, it's no one's, you know, and that's it. Uh, so therefore, Elamai b'shat nefila. What does it mean at the time of the fall? It means af b'shat nefila. Even at the time of the fall, kamash melan kabai. No, it means even at the time of the person's falling. Uh, even when the, and 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 obviously uh, after the person fell as well. Uh, that is that. And uh, you know even at the time of the fall. And then uh, and and like abai. Abai exactly what abai had just said. Uh, that you split it into two separate situations. We say even at that time. Um, however. Rabbi Yochanan, no, no, Rabbi Yochanan says no, uh, it means that um, uh, not, not, uh, uh, you know, the, the uh, it's only after the fall uh, that there is a machloket. Uh, um, Aval, uh, so now the Gemara says, uh, talking about that last statement, Rabbi Yochanan, Aval b'shat nefilamai, at the time of the person's falling, uh, you know, what is halacha? It says, divra kol patur, are you saying that uh, everyone's exempt? And it says, v'hai, dikama Rabbi Yochanan dikaman. Rabbi Yochanan's going to say, in a few days' time, uh, when it says, uh, you know, when it talks about another Mishnah, it says, law, tema, matniti, in Rebbe Meir, he, you don't have to say that that mission is Rebbe Meir. Uh, who says that a person who trips is considered negligent. Uh, it says Michlal uh, Rebbe Meir Machayev. So it's obvious that Rebbe Meir, in that situation, says that tripping is considered negligent, uh, and therefore uh, you would be liable even at the time of the fall when you tripped. Okay. Uh, so therefore, Ella. My divra kol chayv. You saying that everyone agrees uh, that you are liable, but we know that's also not the case. By the kama Rabbi Yochanan, the kaman Rabbi Yochanan says later, Lord time of menitin Rabbi Meihi dama nikal poshayu michlal de patre rabbanan. So when he says, don't say the mission is like Rabbi Meir because that someone who trips is negligent. Uh, the inference is that uh, uh, that's only Rabbi Meir uh, that holds that, but the rabbis don't uh, say that you are negligent. 
Rabbi if you trip, uh, as we mentioned, um, you know, so you don't, your eyes don't have to be focused on the ground uh, the whole time, and therefore you are exempt. So therefore, Ella Ha'akamashmaran. So what's Rabbi Yochanan coming along to teach us? He says the Mafkir Nezakav. Uh, you know, it says uh, if you give up ownership of something that is dangerous, Va'achahu de Patra Rabbanan. It's uh, exempt only in this situation where you fall down. Uh, and, uh, and therefore, because as a result of that, the anusu, uh, because you fell down and you had no control over falling down, uh, then in that situation, uh, you, uh, you, you've got this special exemption uh, to say, listen, I don't want uh, this broken shard anymore. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I fell down. It was unintentional on my part uh, to fall down. Uh, and therefore, it's not negligent. And therefore, uh, you know, but I don't want it. So only in that situation, uh, you've got that special exemption. Aval, mafke. But in the general case, if you give up ownership of, uh, of something that is dangerous, uh, then uh, you are liable. Uh, and, and that's the, the classic case of a pit. Uh, you dig the pit and you just walk away, uh, you are liable in that situation. All right, so now uh, let, let's uh, examine that a bit more. It says if you give up ownership on something, something that is able to be damaged, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, there's a machloket between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar. Okay, one says you're liable and one says you're exempt. Okay, uh, so there's now. A uh, uh, you know the, the, this this whole sugya we're going to say like the the whole idea of this the next whole amud really until the the top of the next um, uh, daf uh, is really going to be uh, who says what okay uh, the, the, we said there's machlokids between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar and uh, we're going to say uh, you know who who says what and we're going to try prove it uh, both ways. All right, so, so uh, now, so the Gemara says, uh, you know, let, let's see who is who. Lema man dechayev Rebbe Meir. Surely we should say the rabbis uh, who said you are liable, surely they're, they're holding like Rebbe Meir, uh, and says, man dechayev karabanan. And the one that holds, uh, who is exempt, is holding like the opinion of the rabbis. Uh, surely that's uh, what we are saying, that uh, Rebbe Meir says, even if you declare it ownerless, uh, then you are still liable. And, uh, and if you don't, uh, and, uh, and, uh, the one that you are exempt is like the rabbis and says, no, a uh, No, we don't have to say that. Uh, it means even according to Rabbi Meir, uh, everyone could could say uh, that uh, you know that uh, if you give up ownership, even if you try, uh, say that you don't own this item, uh, you still are liable. Keep and they are arguing uh, with the rabbis, both uh, Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar uh, argue in the opinion of the rabbis. Manda Pater, uh, the one that says you are exempt, obviously uh, that is holding. Uh, um, uh, it, it says. Uh, um, He's obviously holding uh, like uh, the rabbis, uh, where you said, if you, if you, as long as you make it ownerless, uh, you are, are, are good to go. Uh, the one that says you are liable, uh, what would you say? Uh, he would say uh, to you, uh, I hold, uh, even according to the opinion of the rabbis, Adkan, Law Patribana, and the rabbis only say uh, that you are exempt. Ella, Bamafkir, Nazakav, Dahacha. It's only in this situation uh, because, uh, as we saw, the, the fact is that you tripped uh, and then your barrel broke or your jug broke or whatever the case is. Mishum Daonosu, Anosu, because after all, it was a situation of unavoidable accident and, uh, and therefore you uh, didn't have control. Aval, No, but when you just uh, leave stuff uh, lying around, dangerous items lying around, and then they go ahead and they cause damage, then you are liable uh, for such uh, behavior, even, in the, even according to uh, the rabbis. All right, so now we, we try uh, associate. You know, now we've uh, got the parameters of the dispute. Uh, so let, let's try work out who says what. Tis time, Rabbi Lazar, who damachav. Maybe we should say that Rabbi Lazar is the one that says he is liable uh, in this instance, and it was uh, by inference Rabbi Yochanan that says he's exempt. How do you know that? Dama Rabbi Lazar, Mishum Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Lazar, in the name Rabbi Shmuel, says Shnei Devrim Eino Brishotol Shaladam. There are two things uh, that. Are are not in a person's uh, uh, domain, okay, they're not in his legal possession uh, uh, of, of a person. Uh, however, 
uh, they are the, 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 the Torah considers them as if they were in your possession. It kind of puts it in your possession and then punishes you uh, for, th- for them, even though they're not in your possession. Uh, what are these two things? Uh, this pit in the public domain. Uh, and also, uh, so the pits in the public domain, uh, let's, let's first deal with that. And also Pesach after six hours, comets after six hours. Right, um, uh, on, uh, from Erev Pesach. All right, so pits in the public domain, uh, what are we talking about here? It means that even though uh, you say it's not yours, uh, well then whose is it? Uh, people fall in, hurt themselves. Someone's got to be responsible uh, for that. We say, listen, even though you've said it's ownerless, it's not yours, uh, the Torah says, listen, you can't get away with that so easily. And therefore we consider it, it as if it is, is yours, even though uh, it isn't uh, technically yours. You've uh, said it's ownerless. Um, that is that. And similarly, in uh, Chameitz, um, uh, on Erev Pesach, uh, what happens on after six hours, uh, where you biblically forbidden uh, not to have any uh, leaven in your homes, and uh, what happens is, uh, even though uh, it should be uh, like nullified and uh, um, uh, not considered to be anything, um, uh, so in this situation, uh, we see that uh, uh, you know you, you benefit from the bread is totally prohibited, and therefore it's not considered uh, to be the owners re- really legally the owners anymore. Uh, still, uh, we 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 give it to you. We we say it's yours in order to punish you uh, for it. Bali araya and bali matze. That that is that. And right, tistayim. So maybe we should say. Uh, that that is, uh, we should we should work that out. Uh, that Rabbi Lazar is the one uh, that holds him liable because Rabbi Lazar said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel. Uh, the Gemara says, "Umi amar Rabbi Lazar hachi." Does Rabbi Lazar really say that uh, if you give up ownership on something that is dangerous, uh, that you are liable? Vaha amar Rabbi Lazar ipka. We we've heard uh, the opposite uh, stated. Rabbi Lazar did none, as we learned in the Mishnah on tomorrow's daf. Haufeich etagalal brushutar rabim. Uh, if someone turns over uh, a galal is, is a manure uh, and, uh, or dung uh, in the public domain and someone else uh, 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 slips and hurts himself as a result of that or maybe uh, um, you know uh, uh, gets his clothes dirty or something like that, causes him damage, uh, monetary loss uh, and, and someone hurts himself chayv, benizikor uh, you're liable uh, for that thing. Vama Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar comments on that. Lo shanu ela shenit kavain lezachotba. That's only if you picked up the, uh, this dung intending uh, to acquire it. Uh, people picked up dung, for example, for to to use in, in tanneries or something like that. Uh, you needed it or to fertilize uh, some uh, your, your, your plants to use as fertilizer, whatever the reason is uh, that you picked up uh, this uh, this dung. Um, uh, you know, then uh, you would be, uh, and you, or you picked it up to acquire it. Uh, it says, uh, then uh, you do acquire it. Aval uh, and but if you didn't intend to acquire it, uh, you picked it up and then you put it down again. Uh, uh, then patu, uh, you are exempt uh, for that. Alma hamafkin patur. So surely we see that Rabbi Lazar holds uh, that you, if you uh, uh, um, uh, say it's ownerless, it's not yours, uh, then you are exempt. Uh, from it, and, and we just said that uh, you would be liable. Uh, so now, Amrav Adabahava, uh, so Rav Adabahava says, listen, uh, basically you put the, the dung back uh, to uh, its, uh, the, the place where it was. Okay, you picked it up, uh, maybe thought about it for a few seconds, and then put it back uh, where. So, you know, even though um, uh, until you, you know, didn't have intention to acquire it, and you just put it back in that place. Amravina, um, and he says, Ravina says, Mashal de Rav Adabahava, Ma'adava Dome. So, uh, what, the way Rav Adabahava comes along and explains it, how uh, can we, uh, how, what can we compare this to? Lemotsebor, Migule, Vekiso, Vekaza, Venitka, Vigilau. So, if you find an uncovered pit in the public domain, and then you cover it, and then you uncover it, okay, you basically left the pit as it was, uh, you're exempt from paying damages. And and, uh, and, and the responsibility is on the person who originally caused the damage. You didn't do anything uh, to uh, the damage. Okay, so that's it. Um
and 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 uh, the original person that that dug the pit, uh, he's liable uh, to that damage. All right, so uh, that that is uh, what we compare it to. Amalai Mazutra Braider of Mari Ravina. So Mazutra, the son of Rav Mari, says Ravina. He says, listen, I don't like your analogy. Me uh, dummy, you can't compare the two cases. Hatam, in that case uh, that you had uh, law, it is to like lay Masha Rishon. Vacha is to like lay Masha Rishon. You know, when, in the case of the pits, uh, the person that dug the pits, uh, you came along and you covered it, uh, and uh, you know you're not you're not um, um, doing anything wrong there. Uh, so when you cover the pit, the pit itself is still there, and then you uncover it later. Uh, so you haven't done anything with the actual pit itself. But yeah, uh, you know, with with this dung that you picked up, uh, the, the minute you move the dung uh, from its place, uh, there's no more dung there. No one can can slip, hurt themselves, uh, or, or get their clothes dirty because there's nothing there anymore, uh, and therefore there's nothing there. Now, when you put it back, it's like a new pudding uh, in a place. It's uh, you recreating uh, this dung dangerous item uh, and therefore that is problematic. Uh, so what are I compare it to? How love Lord Dami Ella Lamotsebor Mugule Tamamena Bhazava Khafra. the way I would uh, if you're comparing it to a pit, uh, it's the same as someone who finds an uncovered pit. Uh, you cover it up, you fill it up with dirt, okay, so now there's no more pits, and then you change your mind and you redig. Uh, you need the dirt and you pick up every you know, you take all the dirt out of here. Uh, in that case, uh Hafara Visiluka Lai Masarishon. So you basically undone your first uh, um, act uh, that you did and therefore uh, and therefore uh, it's in your possession and you are liable uh, the same idea if you take dung uh, from where it is and then you put the dung back it's as if you re-dug uh, the pit as well so we're not talking here uh, you know it's, 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 it, it doesn't we're not there's no don't, don't try to tell me uh, there's a difference whether you wanted to acquire it whether you didn't want to acquire it uh, you are liable uh, in that in that situation okay uh, and uh, and, and, and that's it. So I don't agree uh, with with uh, you know with the way Rav Lazar explains it. So therefore, must be Ella Amar Rav Ashi. So Rav Ashi says must be Kishavcha of God Mishoshah. Basically, he picked it up. He, he picked it up and he turned it over, uh, and it was less than three tvachim of the floor. Uh, that's not uh, taking it, picking it up. And defined as picking it up because anything uh, within three tvachim of the floor uh, is considered lavud, uh, is considered connected to the floor, uh, and therefore uh, that is, uh, you know, he has not acquired it. Uh, we had uh, the uh, um, all those mishnayot in, in kedushin. We had discussions uh, about this in kedushin, uh, where we said that a person uh, needs to pick something up uh, a certain height uh, for it to be defined as hagba, and and this was not the case in this situation. Uh, so now, Umar Dukhad Rebelaza, Lokme, Gon Shafka, Lavkot, Mishlosha, Vatama Haki, Mikavain, Deskutba. Okay, so, you know, it seems to be a very uh, limited situation uh, in, this, uh, in this case. Drakanavi's Rebelaza is forced to interpret the Mishnah as a guy picking up uh, this, this dung at a height of less than three Tvachim. And therefore, the reason is uh, that he intended uh, to acquire Tiki Mikavain, Deskutba, and he intended to inquire at high. Uh, the question is, you know, what happens if you didn't intend to acquire it? Uh, wouldn't you be liable? Uh, it says, uh, why did you just say, make the distinction uh, in the case itself? Uh, why don't we just say the mission is talking about we turned over this dung uh, above uh, three handbreadths and even if you didn't acquire it uh, you intend to acquire it by the fact that you lifted it up that, that height uh, means that it's automatically off the ground and now you would be liable uh, so Amar Rava says listen Matnitin Kushita he says the reason uh, that we did that because that Mishnah uh, was difficult uh, for him why? why was it difficult? my area Hafach why does it specifically say he, he turned over the dung. Litni uh, Hagbia. He actually just picked it up. Uh, why does he say he turned over the dung? If he wanted just to acquire it, it could have taught us a much easier uh, way. He lifted up the dung. And we know 
Bar is one of the ways you acquire things. Uh, it's an act of Kenyan, uh, and therefore it should have just said, he left it up. Ella, Shema what do you learn from Yah? Kol Afach, Lamata, Mishoshasu. So therefore it must mean that he, he, um, he turned it over. It means where uh, turning it over means that it's within three Tfachim of the ground, uh, and, and uh, you just uh, knock, uh, switch it over from uh, what, oh, it's lying on side A and you put it on side B. You know, it just means turning it over uh, very close to the ground. Okay. So now, once we've uh, established that, Rabbi Laza Amar Chayev, Rabbi Yochanan Amar Pato. So we've kind of answered that objection because uh, we said that the way the way it, the, uh, the flow of the Gemara so far, we basically said that Rabbi Laza says you liable. Because Rabbi Laza uh, said that if you, uh, the, the question was, our question, our main question that we started the Amud with uh, is uh, uh, if you give up ownership of your um, uh, property that is dangerous, uh, uh, it was Rabbi Yochanan Rash Lakish, uh, Rabbi Yochanan and uh, Rabbi Laza. Uh, Rabbi Laza says one you lie, but one says you exempt. Uh, and uh, we're saying that surely Rabbi Lazar, because he says, is, says that you are liable, because he said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel uh, that uh, the, the, there were two things that were not in a person's possession and we consider him like it. And then we said, oh, uh, did he really say that? But it seems that he says the opposite. Uh, we turn over this dung uh, in the public domain, uh, you are um, uh, if you need to acquire it or you didn't acquire it, you know, you made that distinction. And we just answered that. It was, uh, um, you know, that thing. So uh, the, 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 the reason why you kind of reconciled Rabbi Lazar with what we, uh, you know, with, with the fact that he is liable. And we, uh, and we say, okay, uh, we, we, we reconciled that with the first version of Rabbi Shmuel. Uh, in the name of Rabbi Shmuel, where we said that he's liable. And the fact is now, uh, the corollary, Mikhtani Rabbi Lazar Amachayev, Rabbi Yochanan Mapato, the fact that Rabbi Lazar says uh, that uh, if you've given up ownership of uh, this item, this dangerous item, uh, you're still liable to pay for any damage it causes. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan, who's the other person, uh, must say that you are exempt. Me and my Rabbi Yochanan Aki, so now the Gomorrah attacks that. Uh, is it really so that Rabbi Yochanan says that? If, if you give something, uh, ownership up, if you renounce ownership, ownership uh, of it, uh, then you are exempt uh, if it causes damage uh, We learned in that, in that Mishnah, uh, uh, again, uh, in, on tomorrow's daf, uh, it says, Matniya uh, etakot veta azukukit. If you uh, hide a thorn or piece of glass, a glass vagoder gadaro, bekotzim, if you... Um, uh, if you are, you know, or you put up a fence of thorns, vagada shnafal or shutarabim, or a fence uh, that f- fell down into the shutarabim, nebuzak behen, and it causes damage. Nebuzak behen acher causes damage to someone else. Then chayv beniziko. Uh, then you're liable uh, for that damage. Okay, I'm Rabbi Yochanan, uh, and Rabbi Yochanan comments on that. Lo shanu ella b'mafriach aval b'matzamtam. It says it's only in a case where you push out uh, the thorns. Mafriach is stretching, you know, stretching out, like projecting into the public domain. Uh, but when you matnia, when you are matzamtam, uh, sorry, matzamtam uh, is uh, you know, like withdrawing. If you withdraw them uh, into your own uh, property. Uh, then you are exempt. Uh, uh, you know, law um, uh, Surely, uh, when you pull them back into your own property, uh, that you are exempt. Surely, that is, uh, you know, um, so that's that's like a, a pit in your own property. Uh, so the, in, in, in terms of uh, the inference is uh, if there's a pit uh, in the public domain uh, where pit doesn't belong there uh, it means that you are liable uh, for it it's, it's something dangerous in the Rishuta Rabim uh, and you know it's, even though it's not in your property you are still liable okay uh, and uh, that's Bora Rishuta Rabim Alma Hamafke Nazakav Chayv so according to this understanding even if you do uh, um, uh, give up ownership of something dangerous, uh, the Torah comes along and says uh, you are liable uh, for such a thing. So now, um, uh, so, you know, it, it, it kind of both of them saying it because very clearly the Brata had said uh, one of them holds you are exempt uh, for, for this type of behavior and one says you are liable for this type of behavior. They can't both say you are liable. So therefore, really you say that uh, if you give up ownership of uh, your dangerous 
items, really, you should be liable. Uh, but yeah, when we talk about the, the fence of thorns, because uh, you don't... Um, uh, renounce ownership of those thorns, and the reason is um, uh, my time de patur, and why uh, when you stretch, uh, when you uh, limit it, you, you pull it back uh, within your own property. You are patur mishum. Adit ma Allah. It was says about that. Amrav Achai Achabra de Ravika. Rav Acha, the son of Ravika, says no. It says lefi shein dachash or ben adam let chachech bekatalim. No, if a person gets damaged, uh, that, that's abnormal because uh, you know you. You don't rub yourself against the wall. You may, you see a wall, and uh, you you stay you, you stay away uh, from the wall. Okay, you keep a, a distance away from the wall. You don't walk into things, and therefore, if a person does uh, walk into uh, these thorns uh, on the wall, uh, especially if they are kept behind uh, what really is the barrier, uh, ultimately the the, uh, the the place you're entitled to fully entitled to do it. And these thorns are now behind. If a person does brush up against the thorns, that's uh, that's abnormal and unusual. And therefore, you wouldn't be liable. Uh, okay, so that is uh, that's that. It would seem that Rabbi Yochanan uh, holds that is uh, you know that um, the reason uh, it's not because he holds he's liable um, and. Uh, um, uh, he, he says, so we've basically worked out that Rabbi Lazar is the one that holds he is liable, and uh, um, uh, Rabbi Yochanan says uh, that, uh, that he is exempt. Uh, does Rabbi Yochanan really hold that? Surely we hold that is like an anonymous Mishnah. And we have Utnan, uh, and we learned in the Mishnah, uh, in the Mishnah, this is 50, okay, so it's still like uh, about um, uh, just under three weeks away uh, over here we're going to be dealing extensively with Boris so this is kind of a, a preview uh, of that Tanan how fair Boris it says if you uh, and the Mishnah says if you dig a pit in the public domain and an ox or donkey falls into it and dies you are liable okay even you know it's, and you don't own the Rosh uh, it's ownerless area or it belongs to everyone uh, but it's not yours uh, so what we're saying is that you are liable and that's a Stam Mishnah. So surely Rabbi Yochanan holds like a Stam Mishnah. Uh, therefore, uh, we kind of revise everything at the last minute over here. Elon Olam Rabbi Yochanan Amachav. So really, Rabbi Yochanan uh, says that you're actually liable, even if you've given up on ownership uh, of your dangerous item, you're still defined as liable. Okay, and that is. Uh, um, uh, and th- th- that is that you are you are you are liable uh, for that. Okay, so uh, um, uh, th- that's what we uh, that's what we say, and uh, and uh, and that's it. So now the question is obviously, uh, you know, you can't have both people saying you're liable. Mid Rabbi Yochanan Amachav, Rabbi Lazar Amar but the fact that Rabbi Yochanan says you are liable must imply uh, that Rabbi Lazar says that you are exempt. Okay, because you said one said the one way, one said the other way. Uh, so uh, you know, must be exempt. Etc. But we have Rabbi Lazar saying that Rabbi Nav Rabbi Shmuel, uh, you are liable uh, for such uh, damage. So that's how we started off with this whole uh, discussion where we said that Rabbi Lazar was the one that says in the name of Rabbi Shmuel, you are liable uh, for that. Uh, you know, there are two things not in your possession, uh, but the Torah considers them if you were in uh, your possession. Uh, after the sixth hour. Uh, and therefore, how do we answer? To that and it says law kasha no there's no problem uh, with that high today hider obey no uh, rabbi Lazar really holds himself uh, he holds uh, that he is uh, exempt okay so now it fits in uh, that rabbi uh, uh, yochanan says you are liable and rabbi Lazar is the one that says you are exempt and the reason that he reported it uh, that was just reporting it in his teacher's name uh, rabbi shmuel his teacher uh, but he himself uh, personally disagrees with it okay uh, that is uh, a good place to stop. Uh, we'll start with a new mission tomorrow. Israel Hashem. In the meantime, everyone should have a great time. Okay.